Welcome. You're listening to Now That You Ask, curious answers to life's persistent questions as seen through the eyes of Akasha Halsey. That would be me. I'll be your host and guide as we settle in for a few minutes of the unexpected that may bring about your own questions and maybe even some answers too. Thanks so much for joining me. Now let's get started with the show. At long last, I found myself. I read the obituaries every day, and on Sunday in particular, where there are so many it can take 30 minutes to get through the entire section. I've come to realize that I want to write my own version because many of the quote-unquote regular obituaries are about accomplishments, progeny, and awards, of which I have none. What I do have is an amazing life, one I would love for people to know about. When I think about summarizing my life's greatest hits, I realize I'll have to economize as there are so many I like, remember fondly, or that change me in ways I couldn't have anticipated. To my mind, I've had an uncommon life for a woman of my time, with the ultimate prize being my own affection for who I have become. Marriages are usually included in an obituary, but if I added them in, the listing would just take up too much room, so I'll let that go. It took me some time to extricate myself from the South, but once I did, I began to see how much more there is to the world than I had been led to believe. No part of my story would be complete if it didn't include my exposure to rock and roll which created and expanded an entire wing in the evolution of my being. Raised on country and western with occasional gospel music, I had no idea that music could make me want to roll my head around, pump the air with my fist, and scream the words as loudly as I could. I still love that first music, and it has a fond place in my memories, but it did not transport me to another world like rock and roll did. My playlist of favorite songs is so long now, it can't fit onto a single disc, and I'm still discovering musical talent of that era. Finally, I had found an outlet for the wilder side of who I am I'd always believed was there. Next came an immersion into the spiritual realm. I believe in a higher being, but I'm not a churchgoer. I trust I will be taken care of by what I call the universe, and I have rarely been disappointed in that belief. I've always assumed my understanding of what's spiritually possible is more prevalent than I see in everyday life, and I felt called to explore these possibilities. I spent European vacations exploring churches, looking for and often finding a sense of that higher spiritual call in the sacred space the architecture had created. Drawn to Nepal, I devoted months in Kathmandu to looking for what it was that called out to me there but never quite finding it, but also nourished by my time there nevertheless. Living on a spiritual commune gave me time to meditate daily, experience communal living without outside intervention, and let my devotion to the spiritual guru who founded it flourish. When that experience ended, I came back to San Francisco, changed in the way I saw the world. I knew the kind of energy I needed to maintain being spiritual, and although I floundered a bit on my return, I have gravitated toward it more and more as I've aged. For a time, I believed I needed outside support to keep my own spirituality alive. 
Crystals, tarot decks, and any number of trendy self-exploration tools cluttered my desk. Fun in their own way, but not giving me any lasting effect. Then, I took a year-long course involving every possible aspect of who I was, who I thought I was being, and who I could be. There was not one moat of myself that went uninspected, and I came away with an acceptance of who I really was, including parts of myself I tried to lock away my whole life. It was the first time that I saw the good and the bad and could look at them equally with love for what they gave me. I was beginning to see how much there was to me as a person and appreciate that without looking outside myself to get approval. That's been a hard road and well worth the journey. Writing became a way of exploring what was going on inside myself. Initially, the focus was on humor, a long-standing subterfuge for the prickly parts of who I am, and a way to express some of my deeper feelings without totally exposing my softer bits. I gained so much knowledge of the workings of my mind and soul, reminding me again that there was always more to be uncovered. And I began to realize how fortunate I was to have stumbled upon this path of self-reflection. I could choose what I wanted to write about and still keep parts of myself hidden if I wished. But after the pandemic forced me inside with only myself for company, I realized it was time to quit playing coy. Now was the time to express all of what I was feeling because if I didn't do that, I was putting the plug in my own growth. At first, it was so liberating, I couldn't believe it was happening, almost without any effort on my part. Apparently, I had quite a bit to say, and it just kept coming and coming. I was having the time of my life when I noticed I really would like to have a challenge, so I started this podcast, putting my writing and myself in front of anyone that took time to listen. Letting go of any control over the outcome, I found I was throwing caution to the wind and letting whatever happened be just fine. Well, I can't tell you what freedom I feel when I sit down to write. I never know what will call to me until some words begin forming kind of in the back of my mind, just a few random thoughts, and before I know it, I'm sitting in front of the computer and the words are coming as if someone else is putting them all down. They are true. They are real, and they make me feel I'm true and real as well. This is a gift I didn't expect to get, one that fills me up and lets me open up as well. I feel well used, exhilarated by letting you see who I am, and filled with gratitude for this gift. Well, this is too long to be an affordable obituary, but it's a good start, I think. Thank you for listening to Now That You Ask. I hope you found this episode insightful and perhaps entertaining too. Don't forget to subscribe and if you enjoy the show, please take a moment to rate and review it on iTunes. If you didn't like the show, well, I guess you just lost a few minutes of your life. But you might want to try another one. They're all really different. You can also listen to past episodes and subscribe to email updates on now that you ask podcast.com. Bye bye for now.